Why is the shopping cart always in the top right of the screen? How do companies predict my purchases? Why do prices end in nine? Why do fast food companies use red and yellow in their logos? Why do restaurants always have one expensive menu item? Researchers, marketers, and very curious people seek the answers for how we make decisions and how we choose products. Clicksuasion finds the secrets that companies use and shares them with you. Why do I feel better when I bought the last remaining airline ticket? How do I make choices based on colors and fonts? Welcome back to the Clicksuasion podcast. This is Katana Lumlin in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Today we're discussing customer personas and how to apply them to social media marketing. We'll cover some brands you may recognize and three steps to take to apply personas to social media marketing, including how to define your audience, capture your avatars, and craft and schedule your posts. So what was the last video you just had to share with your friends or coworkers? One of my most memorable is from earlier this year. Picture a juicy burger dripping with grease on a golden sesame bun with crisp lettuce and fresh pickles. We zoom closer to the burger as the bun begins to sag. The lettuce droops, the mustard drips. Before our eyes, the burger grows small fuzzy sprouts that wilt into green spots as the burger begins to sink into itself. The ketchup darkens and the onions revolt. This was a video from Burger King. The fast food chain featured the transformation of its signature sandwich over 34 days. Uh, Burger King's video made the point effectively and dramatically, they don't use artificial ingredients, flavors, or colors. Much different than the petrified McDonald's fry sitting in the crevice of your car. You know, the place between the console and the driver's seat? So why was Burger King's video capture of their signature sandwich a resounding success as we all went yuck on social media because they knew who they were talking to us their potential audience they knew their message hey we use all fresh ingredients and they uniquely presented their story so the first step is defining your audience so their age location and what content is most relevant to them ask yourself who are you talking to is it 30 year old soccer moms who enjoy smoothies yoga, and alone time with wine. Uh, Maybe they tend to live in the towns outside of Charlotte, Matthews, Indian Trail, Mint Hill, and such. She's stressed out, overburdened, and drives a minivan. You'll find her most likely browsing Pinterest crafts, uh, how-tos, or handmade pillows. Or maybe your audience is men in their early 40s to late 50s who are looking to relive their glory days and purchase that cherry red hot rod. They live primarily in the San Francisco area, in the suburbs, uh, Walnut Creek, Berkeley, and such. These men tend to browse on Facebook for groups talking about cars or perhaps Instagram for those sweet muscle car pics. So whoever your target audience is, define them, their age, their location, and the content they would search for. So I have a question for you. Apple or Android? Asking this question sparks debates and even trash-talking for smartphone enthusiasts. Most likely, this is because people love and take pride in associating with brands that appear more human and present a personal touch. They may have similar perceived goals. Uh, 
Using buyer or consumer personas is one way for you and your marketing team to better understand the motives behind purchasing decisions and the type of message that may best appeal to your audience. To learn more about how the lab is growing, visit clicksuation.com forward slash supercharged. The second step is capturing or crafting your avatars. Begin by crafting about three to four personas, focus on their personality, pain points, and a unique characteristic. Let's go back to the soccer moms. We'll use this example to craft a persona. Let's say you're a spa looking to entice new customers. One of the types of people who often visit is a persona we'll call Super Sally. Super Sally is 28 to 37 years old. She works part-time as a administrative assistant. The rest of her time is spent caring for her family. She is determined, stern, organized, and empathetic. Her po pain points might be that she is overwhelmed and tired of the mundane day-to-day -day tasks. Something that makes Sally unique is she once spent two months traveling across Europe by scooter. So we've got her personality, pain points, and a unique characteristic. All of these assist in making Sally someone you could know, your neighbor, an acquaintance, a friend from high school, or maybe a coworker. What we've found is that a buyer or customer persona is a semi-fictional representation of your ideal customers based on data and research. They may assist in focusing your marketing to suit the needs of your consumers and align work across your organization. What's, what this means is you may be able to attract high value visitors, leads, and customers to your brand and build their trust and loyalty. So the second step is to capture your avatars. Create between three to four personas to begin with that best represent your target audience, focusing on personality, pain points, and unique characteristics. The third and final step is to craft and schedule your posts while applying personas. The key here is to be consistent, create conversations, and use clear language. Ask yourself, how often can you spend a week crafting posts? Is it an hour? Two hours? Can you dedicate 10 hours, maybe between uh, team members? Generally, what we found is that posting consistently is more often successful than posting as often as you can, but perhaps haphazardly. Posting at consistent intervals, even if it's only once a week, primes your audience to expect new media at that day and time. Every time you deliver, a little more trust is built. Then ask yourself, how would you talk to Super Sally? Instead of saying, you deserve a spa day in a Facebook ad, try, you know you're a mom when, and fill in the blank. You know you're a mom when a 30-minute pedicure feels like a tropical vacation. You know you're a mom when you fantasize about sleeping. You know you're a mom when you have more crayons in your purse than money. Using personas such as Super Sally allows you to create conversations when crafting posts. Write the copy as if you're talking to a person. This can build trust and loyalty because people are more likely to perceive your brand as talking to them, with them, versus talking at them. So be brief, be bold, be concise, and then leave. You know you're a mom tells a story without actually going into the details. The phrase is brief, paints an engaging picture without reading like a book.
We all have that one friend or family member that chews your ear off at every reunion. You can't get away from them quick enough. Build connections with conversations. The third step to applying personas to social media is crafting and scheduling your posts. Keep in mind who you are talking to and on which platform when you create images and write copy for your posts. We've covered three steps for applying personas to social media, defining your audience, capturing your avatars, and then crafting and scheduling posts. You might start with only two or three customer personas, but you should find as your customer base grows, you'll create more to reach a broader audience. As you flesh out your customer personas, describe who each persona is and who they want to be. This allows you to think about how your products and services may help them reach their goals. This is Katana Lumlin, Quicksuasion Labs, Pinehurst, North Carolina. Discover more about what we do at the lab by attending one of our monthly research and capabilities webinars. Webinars are held on the second Tuesdays at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and the fourth Thursdays at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Visit clicksuasion.com forward slash research dash capabilities. Why is the shopping cart always in the top right of the screen? How do companies predict my purchases? Why do prices end in nine? Why do fast food companies use red and yellow in their logos? Why do restaurants always have one expensive menu item? Researchers, marketers, and very curious people seek the answers for how we make decisions and how we choose products. Clicksuasion finds the secrets that companies use and shares them with you. Why do I feel better when I bought the last remaining airline ticket? How do I make choices based on colors and fonts?